the DeSoto County campus, the fun church in Horn Lake, Mississippi. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church. We're just empty vessels, Lord, to be used of you, Father God. I just thank you, Lord, giving us words to speak, Lord, as we go through and each person shares their hearts tonight. We just thank you, Lord. It goes on good ground tonight, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You know, at the end of the day, sometimes we just got to sit back and just realize how blessed we are. Amen. Just take time to thank God for what we have. Be content where we are. And that's what the Word says, too. Sometimes we just need to sit back and just be content and say, thank you, Lord. Amen. And, uh, you know, some of the things we learned at camp is... uh, God's a moving God. He's not just a sit still and sit back and or go backwards God. He's a go moving forward God. Um, so before I get ahead of myself, so now we're at a point where, like I said, in the youth group, um, after praise and worship, and then we get into words of wisdom. Amen. I'll turn up the Madison. Proverbs 23, 4-5 says, Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when when to quit. In the blink of an eye, wealth disappears, for it, sprouts, for it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. Some people will spend their whole lives working their butts off to have this $50,000 car and this beautiful house. And yeah, like, that's nice. But what's the point in that? If you have to spend hours at work with... When no, you have no relationship with your family, no nothing. Like all you have is work and those things. We wonder why rich people are depressed. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> that's all they have. They have these materialistic things and nothing else. When you go to heaven, you aren't gonna take that stuff with you. It's gonna stay right here, and you're gonna go up there, hun. You're not taking it. <laughs> so don't spend your whole life trying to have those things. I'm not like I'm not saying don't work hard and don't try to have nice things because yeah, it's it's all it comes a part of it, but don't let it consume you. Spend time with God. Try to have a better relationship with Him. Spend time with your family and spend time trying to make yourself happy because that's what matters. Okay. Woo! So like I said, we're very blessed on Wednesday nights with the youth. We got a great uh, group that God's raising up and doing awesome things with, and we get some good wisdom. Sometimes, just because we're a little older, doesn't mean we can listen. You know, can't listen and learn something from those a little bit younger than us. Amen. And it goes vice versa. The youngest can learn from the old ones too, right? <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. So this is this is how we're going to get things going here. Um, we're going to get into the word later, but at first we're just going to give each one of them the opportunity to share with you what God did for them while they're at camp over the weekend. So in saying that, who wants to be the first brave one? Anybody? Jalen? There we go. There you go, Jalen. Come on. You got it. 
So this was my first winter camp. I, I went to the summer camp last year, but this is my first winter camp, and it was an awesome experience. I met a lot of new people, um, where they come from, their testimonies, and it was awesome. Like we got a time to get connected to each other and make a relationship, and it was awesome. Why is it doing me like that? Um, I mean, you can't, if you're looking back, you won't ever forget. Uh, like making a relationship with new people. Okay. Who's next while the microphone's hot? All right. It's Clinton. Went to camp for something I have never done before, and I liked it so much to the point I want to do it again this summer. I have never, because I have never cried at church before, but but this uh when, <clears throat> but this time I cried because when Bill prayed for me, it felt like God touched me, and and I met a lot of new people who I who I can call friends now and. And I have bonded with the youth more now. And that's all I got to say. All right. All right. Anybody else? You got a mask? There we go. Okay. I think I have some stuff for me. But, like, plugged in is always fun because, you know, you get to go and it's like, it's it's just different. Okay. It's, it's just different from normal church. Like you go and it's like, you know, like we have the normal praise and worship service where it's just like, yay. But like here you're like jumping and you're singing and it's so much fun. Okay. Anyway, so that's like the, the cool part of it. I always love doing that. But this year's theme was trendsetter. And we learned that a trendsetter is a person that kind of, you know, like leads the way for new, new ideas and new things to come. And like how we need to do that. We need to be a trendsetter for God and, Show people that, yeah, it can be cool to be a Christian, you know, but without, like, being on in your face, like, be a Christian, you know, or you're, you know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so hyper tonight. Anyways, and what it, like, that's one of the things we learned. Ooh, and one day we had Pastor Adam preaching, and he was talking about, um, I have it written down. He was talking about how we shouldn't settle in our situations and how we should keep moving. And this really spoke to me because sometimes I'll just like, I'll get into a situation and I'm like, mm, let's just not deal with that and put it to the side and kind of just stick there instead of trying to come out of it. And it usually kind of, it kind of holds me back, you know. And it, he told us that we shouldn't settle in our situation and that we should chase after our calling and how we shouldn't forfeit our destiny for our own comfort, you know? I feel like that's some really good stuff. Amen. Wow, wow. <laughs> Go, Madison. All right. Like she said, uh, we learned about trendsetters at camp, and one thing I got from it is there's always going to be a follower and a leader, and you might as well lead in the right than follow in the wrong. Amen. Preach. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, people are always going to, like, put you down once you get up because you make them look bad by looking good in God's way or whatever. And <laughs> what else was I going to say? 
Okay, okay, I'm going. <laughs> hey, middle school. It's all right. Take your time. There are no rush. I can't. I literally just completely forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. It's all right. I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. What about the praise and worship? Uh, the praise and worship was good. Usually, like, and I usually like don't raise my hands or anything until like the last night or something, but. This time, the first night, I just went up there and did everything that we were supposed to and, like, danced and did stuff. And it was, like, way better than it was if when I just started the last night. Amen. Oh, man. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So, well, we'll, we'll come back. We'll, yeah, we'll come back to her. You got something we should do? So, I had the opportunity to go with Bill and Mary and all the youth. And this is the third camp I've been to with this church. And this is the most growth I've seen out of all of them. My favorite moment by far for the whole weekend is there's pre-service prayer, and it's totally optional. It's so optional, they don't even announce it or tell you when or where it's going to be. You just have to figure it out. It's voluntary. And, and so it's like 30 minutes early before the church service even starts when the kids are all in free time hanging out around the campfire, having fun and stuff in the lodge. And I see all six of our these young men sitting here, all six of them all in a row in this big prayer circle, and they're all together holding hands and praying and they were there on time and I walked in late to walk in and find them there praying so that was by far my favorite moment and I probably got a million things I could say but I think Bill's gonna preach tonight not me so yeah no you're good you got anything man well uh this is my second time going as a chaperone and I actually rode by myself and that was amazing but no (laughs) no I'm just kidding but um, it was it was really awesome being with these youth because some of them I, you know, like Clinton, I hadn't gotten to know his personality as well. But but anyway, we got to know each other better. And are you going to talk about the? I don't want to steal Just your thunder. Ahead. Okay, no, we're flowing. Okay. Well, a lot of things happened at the camp, and the girls. We only had three girls, so we were kind of our accommodations were a little bit small. <laughs> we were kind of like up in an attic room area. Just saying. And uh, it was a little bit hot, as in like sweltering, and there was no temperature control, but that doesn't matter. Won't even mention the thing that woke me up and was on my neck. But anyway, (laughs) the food was great. No, we had an awesome time. But there was rain one day. It was freezing. But guess what? God showed up. It was awesome. Like none of that mattered. And um, there was this one night that um, it might have been the night that it was raining. And so it had been raining all day and cold and everything. And then we go in. And when these kids, when the night service happens, there's this buildup. And all the kids are outside, and they don't let them in yet. And then they're all outside just, like, waiting to get in, waiting to get in. And then they open the doors. It's like the floodgates. And they, like, run in and and everything. And um, then when the praise and worship happens, it's like, whoosh, this mad rush. And they all rush the stage. And during praise and worship, and they're like, ah, you know, praising God. And it's, it's just awesome but um so we're in that awesome spot right and everybody's oh praise the lord and praise and worship's going and everything and it's like boom and the power went out were you going to talk about that but i'll take it from there if you want me to you want to yeah that's fine so what yeah so teamwork right i'll I'll go up here so what do you think would happen room 300 plus youth right 300 plus plus youth, or let's just say at the high school, light goes out, what do they do? 
Huh? It's like herding cats, right? So the praise and worship was going. The presence of God was there. The power went out. Boom, like Mary said. The praise and worship didn't miss a beat. It didn't miss a beat. Brother Roy that was singing, doing the praise and leading them, he stopped a little bit, but the youth kept going, and then he kept going. He had, The youth kept him going. Now again, in the praise and worship, it didn't just happen for three minutes. The power was out at least, yeah, right? It's probably another 45, another hour until the very, very end. But the presence of God was so thick in there. And again, it was just a cappella singing. And uh, they, and again, and actually I do, I think I had someone on video, but I, I don't have it prepared for tonight. But it's worth seeing. It was just powerful. Um, it was powerful to see, I guess my biggest takeaway was seeing how hungry they were and for the presence of God. And, just, and they were there more than anything was just praising God. And they weren't just running off and I didn't have to chase them. And not only that, I, was, I hadn't told you all yet, but I, some of the leaders came to me and bragged on our team, bragged on our youth on how well they uh, acted and the way they represented themselves in Christ. And that means a lot. Amen? So, yeah, it gets you a little confident. Amen? Um, so, uh, you know, I guess I'm going to say this. Um, we got, you know, as adults, as mom and dad, you know, we really need to focus on what God's doing in them and not so much on all the stuff that they're, you know, they're just making some mistakes and not just beating them up for that. Amen. We just need to love them and allow them to make some mistakes. Of course, you don't want to make any big mistakes, right? But just love on them, even if they make a mistake and let God just have their way with them. Because I'm telling you, we got an awesome group of kids, uh, kids, uh, young adults that uh, God is raising up. And I've seen, I've been involved now in three camps and this campus, again, I saw it too. I saw a maturity level rise up and almost, well, say almost every one of them. Every one of them reached a different level as far as maturity and uh, growth in God. It was powerful. All right, Lord, we want to go with this now. Um, so last but not least, we got Kaylee. Amen. Okay. So I'm going to, like, finish this out, like, the whole way, like, the message and everything. So, And it's not going to be, it's kind of just, like, based off of, like, camp and stuff. And so, like, this past, like, I've always been the very confident type person, never dealt with, like, worth or anything. I've just always been, like, good with myself, like, because I knew I had, like, Christ in me, and I've always just been, like, out there. I freak people out sometimes, and I'm just so, like, you know. In the past, like, year, six months, like, I don't even know if my parents are there. Really I've dealt with worth, like, I think, because the past year I've walked into the leadership position up here, and um, it was more, and so I think in my head I was just, like, is it worth it? Am I good enough for this? Like, I'm so young. Like, can I even like do this? And so the past like six to eight months, like I've dealt with worth more than my whole life. And I was like, why now? Like, why couldn't it happen when I was younger before I went in this position? And then I got into this rut and it was just like a cycle. And I was like, all right, pick out the songs, do them one Sunday. And, and I don't know if y'all could tell, but I could tell a difference. A few weeks ago, I broke down in my room by myself. I was like, all right, God, like, if this is what you want me to do, show me. I was like, because I don't feel like this is is going right. And all he said to me was, you are worth it. And uh, 
And it's ironic how crazy God is to just know that you're dealing with that one little thing. And he's like, all right, you're worth it. And I'm like, dang. And so that week I prayed. And to me, as a worship leader, I don't know if it was two weeks ago, was the best worship I have ever led. I don't know if it was for the congregation, but for, as myself, that was the best. And um, like she said, when Adam said, uh, don't get stuck in your situations, chase your destiny, this whole camp, I have gone to every single camp we've gone to at this church, and that is four winter camps, and then that's not even counting the summer camps, and cool experiences happened, and amazing things and stuff, but this camp, I have never gotten so much word that stuck out to me. It's always been things that happened, but this camp, every Oh, I'm shaking. It's crazy. Every single message from this camp was something I have dealt with in the past year. Whether it was courage, identity, worth, getting in a rut. He literally said, don't be a settler, be a trailblazer. And when he said that, I like froze. I was like, I've literally been a settler. And he used the example a rest stop, like when you're traveling or something. He's like, I love him. Adam, if y'all have never met Adam, he's so funny. He's like, I love going to, I love going to him. He's like, they're just so fun, which is so weird. But like, but he said, you don't stay there. They're a rest area for a reason. You don't spend the night at a rest area. Like you keep going. Like you stop for a second, and you go. And when they were talking about how uh, trendsetters create something, Miss Marlene said. Trendsetters create something and people follow it. And a lot of people think trendsetters clothing. But when my mind went to how I lead up here, I used to get up there and look so mad and like just sing. Because like, okay, I can sing good. You know, I always have since I was little. Like, that's just what I do. But I'm being a trendsetter when I'm up here. Because when I'm happy and joyful and worshiping, y'all are. And I'm, I know that y'all are, like, I know, even though I'm not out there. But when I'm down and I'm not leading good, like, y'all are following me because I'm the worship leader. And so when I got in that rut, I had realized, like, I'm not leading these people the way I'm supposed to. And then it comes in your head, all the doubt and the, the am I worth it? And the, was this really my calling or was it something I just thought I had? And am I really able to lead these people? And that sucks. Getting in that type of every day, just get going through the motions, like it sucks bad. And um, I know I don't know if I'm not, I don't know if I'm supposed to use the word sucks in church, but <laughs> it does. And so like when I just like broke down in my room and I was like, I was ready to give it all up. And I'm not that type of person. I don't give up. Amen. And so when I got to that point, I was like, what is happening? Why am I doing this? And so that's when I finally just went in there and I was just praying. And I was like, all right. I was like, I don't know what's happening. This is not me. I don't give up. I don't quit. I was like, so tell me, like, if this is what I'm supposed to do. And he's like, you're worth it. And so how I'm, like, tying this together is, like, there's, I don't I asked that, Nick, this at, I don't know if it's second or first Timothy 412 that talks about the youth. It's one of the Timothys. And it says, don't be despised because of your youth. Like, keep going. And like, 
I think that verse goes for more than just youth. I think that people get, I'm not calling people old, but like they get to an age where they're like, what else can I do with my life? Like, this is it. I go to my, my job every day. Like, it's a cycle. But I think that you all have a deeper calling. Just like you get job promotions. You don't stay in one spot. When you work hard and you strive for what you want to be, step by step, you get where you want to be. And even after that, you move up. And I used to think it wasn't like that in ministry. And we talked about this at our small group one day. Sometimes people think that they can only go to one church and never leave. And I've learned from my dad. He's been a worship leader at so many churches. And you find your home church finally. But we've gone from church to church to church to find it because we promoted ourselves. We let God lead us. And so, like, y'all are worth it. Like, I know that people think that only young people deal with worth, but that is not the case. Like, worth is one of the hardest things to deal with because you question everything. And when I went to this camp, I go expecting every time, you know, because, like, I know what, like, happens. But I don't think I've ever gone expecting. I got so much from the worship and the Holy Ghost parties every time, I think, because it's the exciting part. But this time I just sat down and I listened. And that's what Christians don't do. We don't sit there and listen. We are so impatient. And I think when you're a Christian, you are more impatient than an unbeliever. Because you know what our God can do. And that is something I've struggled with. I'm so impatient about everything. And so when things that I didn't want to happen up here weren't happening... I was like, what am I, am I doing it right? Like, like it, is, is there something I'm doing wrong up there? But it's the word, you guys. You have to be a trendsetter by reading your word. Everything you have to base your life off of is in the word. And one of my favorite things, I have the whole camp that anybody said was Marlene. Y'all, if y'all don't know, she's crazy, okay? That's, Zach, that's Zachary's mom that's over our camp. She's crazy. She scares you. She's a little skinny, tall, but she's scary. And I learned that even more this summer when I interned. And she's just a scary woman. <laughs> and uh, so when she, they said she was preaching, we all were kind of like, oh, no, Marlene. We're like, oh, what are we going to do? What's she going to talk about? And one thing she said was, don't be a chicken-hearted Christian. Amen. And it reminded me of something God would say. Because it's just so, like, it's goofy. But, like, when you really sit there, don't be a chicken-hearted Christian. Some people are, oh, I'm a believer. I've asked God into my heart. But are you living it? She said, don't, you can be, what was it, Mary, distinguished? Yeah, distinct and distinguished. You can be distinct because you're a Christian. But if you're in a crowd, can you be distinguished? Can you be pointed out? Because you can be like, people can know, okay, you're saved because you've told them. But your actions are what shows when you are not being a chicken-hearted Christian, when you go whole hogged. Let's put both of them in one sentence. <laughs> yeah. And she, Zach says something just like saved. He's like, when I got saved, I didn't get saved. I got radically saved. And that's what we got to do. We have to get saved saved 
Go whole hog and don't be a chicken-hearted Christian. Because <laughs> you can tell. Like, you can be distinct and not distinguished. And my biggest thing is I need to start being able to be distinguished. I am worth it. I am called. And it says, many are called, but few are chosen. People think, well, I have a calling, so I'm the chosen one. That's not, the, that's not it. If you are chosen by God, you got to run with it. Because it says few are chosen. Everybody has a calling. Bill's, his example of that was a Walmart cashier. People are called to that, you know? Like, people are like, if you're a people person, you might be called to be, like, a cashier or something. I hate when people think, oh, you're called by God, so you're going to be a pastor or a worship leader. Like, you are called to do whatever you want, like teachers. Like, my sister, you guys... She is called to be a teacher. Amen. That is her. I'm called to be a worship leader. My dad is called to be a, a teacher in a different way than my sister. It takes a lot for those guys to get something. Mm-hmm. My mom is a leader. Guy is called to be a pastor. Everyone has a calling, but they don't all have to be spiritual. But you have to be able to be distinguished in your calling for it to be effective. If you can't be distinguished, it's not affecting anybody. Even though you think, well, I pray and read a little bit here and there. And I asked the Lord in my heart when I was seven. Okay, and? people If people can't pick you out of a crowd and say, this guy is a man or woman of God. Then you need to get on your knees and you need to say, all right, God. How do I be effective? And so that's kind of like it. But like, parts of like... About Josh, I'm going to brag on Josh for a minute, okay, guys? I've been friends with Josh for a super long time. And at the camps, Chandler's not here, so I can say this. Chandler kind of just stands there. Y'all know Chandler. And that's not weird. That's just Chandler. He doesn't jump. He's not a jumpy, happy person. And you know that. Like, you don't expect to see Chandler. If Chandler started jumping, I'd be, what is happening? (laughs) And Josh would be around him, and he would kind of, you know, all right, my my friend's not jumping, so i got to stand over here. Do you know? And over the years, like at camp, he's kind of clapped a little bit. But you guys, that first night, me and Madison told him in the van, we're like, you were jumping with us. And you're worse, like you were coming up there with us. You're not standing back there. And at first he was like, no, I'm not. And we were like, dude, yes, you are. And I was like, you have the pinky promise me you're coming up there. And he did. And it was like, it was me and this girl we know. And then Madison and Josh. And you guys, like God is so good. Like he was like worshiping like, I, like hard. Like, singing and, like, lifting his hands. And, like, that's what this camp does. This is where you guys send us. Being friends with him and going through those camps, I never thought I'd see it. I'm not going to lie. He's just, he's a, you know, he's a cool guy. You know, he doesn't want to, like, do that stuff. But God works. And that's how you be distinguished when you do have a friend. I hate using Chandler as an example for this. But I'm just using it as an example. When you have a friend... The trendsetters, it's all ties together with the trendsetters theme. When Chandler was back there not jumping, and Chandler will worship. I'm not saying he doesn't do that. He just doesn't jump. Josh would stand there and not jump too, you know. It's like a domino effect. But when you become a trendsetter and you start jumping and you start doing things for God, you stand out and you can be distinguished. And people are like, all right, he's not following that. I'm not the only one at this camp that noticed it, y'all. 
they were like, hey, did y'all see Josh? He was like dancing and stuff. And I was like, I know. I was like, that's because God. I was like, he's, he's doing it because he's not worried about what people think anymore. And I'm so tired of Christians being chicken hearted. Like stand up for what you believe in. I like I go to a Christian school and it is the hardest thing ever. And we're like, oh, they're all Christians, they're all great. No, 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 no. I promise you it's worse than some public schools. And uh Zach said the last night people put limitations on who they think you are. And I was like, dang. Because that night was kind of, it was different. And so we were all kind of confused a little bit. So we were like, all right, what's going on? And then he said that, and then, like, I just, like, I was kind of like, okay. If you, if I'm up here, okay, I love examples, if y'all can't tell. I like to see it in my mind. If I'm up here and I'm just mad, like, oh, well, I love Jesus, whatever. Y'all are going to feel it. And y'all are going to kind of like, oh, Okay. And then I'm going to put a limitation on myself, and y'all are going to put a limitation on me that, all right, why is she up there? But when I'm up here, and I'm surrendering all to God, and I'm leading you guys into it, y'all are going to be like, that's her calling, because you can distinguish it. I'm running out of time. I'm going to try and get y'all out here on time instead of what God does, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And um, one thing that I was I was praying today, and I was like, all right, God, like, because at first I thought Bill was going to be like, no, like, just give your testimony, because I, I was supposed to preach back there tonight, and so I was like, he's going to just say, wait, and I was like, all right. And last night, he texted me, and he's like, you want to just finish up for Big Surf? I was like, oh, no. But I was like, yeah, sounds great. And so, like, I was praying today, and I was like, all right, God, I was like, I don't know how to preach to adults, because I'm not one. I was like, so just give me something. And then he told me, as I'm just in school, just praying, he's like, you got to be willing to rise and learn to preach to adults. Because who else is going to do it, you know? If I go to school and tell people, I preach to the adults, they're going to be like, what? You're like a teenager, yeah? So? Zoe said this one thing one time, and... As a called young lady, you you remember what people say about you, like in your calling, because you want to know. And uh, she said, God has called you to be a worship leader, but he has also called you to be a teacher because you already have the mic in your hand. And so when I was doubting myself today, I was like, why did I say okay to Bill? Like, I was freaking out. I was like, I can't do this. I got stressed out at home before. I was like... I was like crying. I was stressed. I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, I can't do this. And then God told me again, you're worth it. Amen. And I was like, all right. I was like, I'm done being chicken hearted. So I'm up here today preaching. And uh, so like I was saying, how can I tie this around to adults? I was like, dang. So I sat there and I was like, I was praying. I was like, all right, God, this, this has got to be you. And uh. Just the same way that I went through worth and that everyone else as a teenager goes through worth, apparently, I've heard. I didn't know what would happen to me, but it did. Adults go through it, too. They get in those ruts. 
Like I said, I was like, oh, this is my job. This is what I do every day. Nothing better for me. There's always something better. There's always something God has that is deeper and that is more. And it takes you being distinguishable and being a trendsetter, and you'll keep moving up. So, yeah, that's all I got. Amen. Woo! Awesome. You did awesome. You did. Oh, praise God. God is good. Amen. God can move in our youth. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Awesome word, Kaylee. Awesome. So, yeah, so the, you know, if I look at last year, mainly the subject we've been talking about was identity. Um, and then this camp was talking about trendsetters. You know, not being just like everybody else, being able to step out. You know, as I look across this room here, you know, if you're a born again child of God, I just want you to know, you're a child of God. And I don't think that's really sunk in. We should be walking different because we're a child of God. We're a king's kid. Amen? You're a king's kid. A king's kid walks a little different. Now, I'm not saying walk with pride. I walk with little, you know, like me a spoiled little, you know, you know what I'm saying. Huh? but confident that, you know what, I serve a God who's got my back. You know? Mm, thank you, Lord. God is so good. Um, you know, I had the privilege, too, to, speaking of camp, my, I seen my daughter there. My daughter was there working at the camp. Um, but two years ago, God spoke to her and said, you're called to do this. And you know what I saw this weekend? Her doing what God's called her to do. And you know what? Parents, God's hand is on your kids. No matter what it looks like. No matter what they're doing. Oh, mercy. If I could know what I was doing and God's had His hand on me. Oh, man. We'll be here for a while. But you know what? God is good. And I've been serving Him you know, when I got filled with the Holy Ghost when I was 20 years old, and uh, I don't mind sharing the math, I guess from 20 years, the 29 years living for Him and haven't looked back. Yeah, I've been challenged. I looked at, you know, as I learned some things too about your identity. People are going to come after you and, and challenge who you are. Amen? Especially when you're walking for God and walking in His Word. So um, let's put up Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. In the Amplified. <clears throat> you know, again, as we establish ourselves in God's Word, and what we've been doing too at the beginning of this year with the youth is going back to basics. You know, it's the beginning of the year, and I think it's time, all of it, we just need to go back to basics. What are the basics? Not neglecting the assembly uh, of your church family. Amen. That's God built this structure, the house of the Lord, for you to come and and uh, not just, you know, hear the Word, but also be in fellowship with your friends, brothers and sisters in the Lord. You know, when you're challenged with something, you know, you got somebody you can talk to, you can go to to help you out in time of need. Amen? And then, the Word of God. <laughs> Colossians chapter 3, verse 16 in the Amplified. Did I say that? 
Um, so again, staying in God's Word, and I'll go ahead and read here in the Amplified. It says, Let the spoken Word of Christ have home within you, dwell in your hearts and mind, pre-meeting every aspect of your being as you teach spiritual things and admonish and train one another with all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thanksgiving in your heart. Amen? And then go to Second Timothy verse 3, verse 16 and 17 in the, in the Amplified. It says, All Scripture, everybody say all Scripture, is God-breathed. What more of a reason to keep your eyes in, in, in face in God's Word. It's God breathe. It's given by divine inspiration. And is what? And it's pros- profitable for instruction. How many of y'all need some instruction, some guidance today? Tomorrow. There you go. It's getting God's Word. It gives you that instructions uh, for conviction of sin. How many of you know we need to keep our heart in check? Amen? So the mirror is God's Word of our life. We can look at it and read and see. You're like, whoop, that shouldn't slip out of my mouth. I repent, Lord, for letting that come out of my mouth. Amen? It says, for correction of error and restoration to obedience, for training in righteousness. That's what we're doing as a Christian. You're, you're constantly training in righteousness every day. Amen? Constant. Not settling, right? Being a trendsetter. Be more confident in Him, not in yourself. I think you know Madison was hitting on some great words of wisdom. Sometimes we depend on ourselves to get to you know get all these riches and do all, have all these fancy things. God bless you if you're doing that. What I mean by this, you know what? Do a little, just have a little change of heart and give everything, your work, everything to God, and let Him bless you. Man, whew, God's blessing will chase you down, overflowing. I've experienced the overflow. I'm in the, there's get to where it's overflowing and you can't take care of all the blessings God's giving. It starts falling apart and you got, you got to work hard. Anyway, that was for my wife. Everybody's like, what is he talking about? Well, we're doing good on Jeeps. No, not falling apart Jeeps. But anyway, just, uh, <laughs> so let's get back, let's get back, reel it back in. Uh, for training, it says, learning to live in conformity to God's will. Amen? Both publicly and privately. Did y'all see that in Amplified? It says both publicly and privately. Just what uh, Kaylee was sharing with us. Being a trend center, being able to stand out among the crowd and saying, there's something different about that person. Amen? So I'm just saying it's an encouragement. You know, encouraging you. Get stirred up. Let the Word of God get stirred up on the inside of you. Be a trend center. Don't just be relaxed and going through the motions at church. I'm pretty confident everybody here, you've gone above and beyond because you didn't just go to church on Sunday. You came Wednesday night. Praise God. Amen. For the faithful on Wednesday. You know, like you see, um, you just got to keep pressing in and just staying in God's Word. Um, I'm telling you, if we can just maintain and stay in the Word every day, it just could continue to change our life. Continue to change. Why is it so important to stay in God's Word? I'll close with this. Is anybody? Why is it important to be in God's Word? Amen. That's a good one. 
I'm going to throw a different thing at us, but that's good to anybody else. And I like feedback, so this is good. I'm good with that. There you go. And in God's Word, right? Yep. Yeah. There's another reason why. Anybody else? Why is it... Why is it good to stay in God's Word each and every day? Um, and I, we're going to flip to two translations in this. It's kind of a recap of what we talked about Wednesday, last Wednesday night with you. But First Peter chapter five verse eight in the New Living Translation will be. I want to make sure make sure it's up on the on the screen. First Peter chapter five verse eight in the New Living Translation. Hope you make sure. You good? We good? Did I say it right? First Peter chapter five verse eight, New Living. Are you? You got it. So somebody read that for me. Stay alert. Stay in the Word. Watch out. Your great enemy. Who's the great enemy? I, you know, I don't like you. It's in the word, though. It says great enemy, but I don't even want to call him great. The devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion. He's looking for someone to devour. He's looking for someone. There's, a, there's more than someone in here, right? So look at the King James Version. we got the King James Version up there, right? Flip it over. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour, not whom he's going to devour. The, the, what's going to protect you from that is how strong in, you're staying in God's Word. When he comes after you, you got the shield of faith right there protecting you. you got the armor of God around you. Amen? you got the gospel shoes on, the gospel of peace, right? You got the sword of the Spirit. You got the sword with you. Amen? You got all the weapons to defeat the enemy. You know, at the end of the day, the enemy is what? Y'all know the Word of God? Do I have it on here? Uh, I mean, not on my notes. There's like eight different verses that talks about the devil is under our feet. And I, hear, I always hear, y'all hear this church cliche, new levels, new devils. We all heard that, right? which I hadn't really got a chance to study it in the Bible that it says that. But I understand the concept. But, you know, that can be look, looked at differently. Well, dang, I don't want to, I want to, let me settle because if I go to a new level, i got to fight a new devil. I can't be a trendsetter because I, I, I don't want to fight that big devil. You know what? I don't care how big he is, he will always be under your feet. You'll always be walking on top of him, regardless of what circumstance, what situation. When you got God's word standing by you, if you're in need financially, you know, first, I mean, again, God gave us, gave us some instruction, right? Being a tither. When you're a tither, I'm just telling you, we've been, like I said, I've heard it say several times, you cannot not afford not to tithe because there's such a protection around that. And God will protect you. I'm just telling you, <laughs> that's just funny. So my wife, how long have you been riding that, driving that uh, car? I know. So she's been driving this vehicle for a long time. I'm just telling you, it's God's favor that that thing's still a lot, still, still going right now. I can also talk. So I don't want to get. 
So I've had several flat tires. I had uh, just when I went to the Warrior Center one night, that weekend. So I had this flat tire. It wasn't just a flat tire. It was like eight tire you know, blowouts in one tire. And I went and you know, was able to share some things at the Warrior Center. And I was like, okay, God, yeah, all right, there comes the enemy. But you know what? I could have been like, oh, how am I going to get home? I've got a tire. My tire's flat. I could have blind and settled. But you know what? God knew that was going to happen before I got there. He already had somebody there at the Warrior Center that could have fi- that fixed it for me. And if I had pictures, y'all would be like, because you know how you get a flat tire and you get a hole in it and you want to get it plugged, just temporarily get you home, and all the pl- tire places, they'll say, nope, can't do that. The plug's on the side. Man, there's big holes like this on the side of it. And God bless him, man. He blessed me. He was able to get it plugged in to get me home. Amen. But I could have settled and said, well, let me fear, let me leave my Jeep there and let me call so-and-so. And, but no, God already took care of him. Then you know what happened the next night? My other Jeep is now. See, don't take this wrong. The Jeeps are de- dependable, okay? But that was a flat tire, okay? But <laughs> but the tensioner for the belts, you know, and it's a, it was one hundred fifty thousand miles on. Okay, those tensioners go sometimes. But it decided to go that night, Saturday the next night. But you know what? It messed up two blocks from my house where I coasted in my driveway. How many times your car broke down? And you coasted in your driveway. Where there's no inconvenience. You know what? That's the God I serve. I'm not, it has nothing to do with me. I just want you all to know at the end of the day, I'm nothing without him. Oh, I'm so glad I had that revelation a long time ago. It's really helped me. I'm so, I'm very humbled. All right. God has blessed me though. You know, and I get, I, I'm proud of my Jeeps, but you know, at the same time, I'm humbled. But God's blessed me though. He, he gives you the desires of your heart. He knows what you like. He will bless you. Okay, God will bless you. There's no say I don't I just believe every child of God will be blessed. It's you gotta do your part though. Get in God's word, spend time with him, and let him help you and show you. Like I was telling the youth, you know, yeah, the Walmart cashier may be the call of God. And the difference, you know, that's that person's even better than there's somebody that's trying to be a pastor that's not called to be a pastor. Amen. Praise God for the person that's being obedient and being the Cashier at Walmart can be a light to everybody that comes through that checkout line, right? And be able to opportunity to share Christ with them versus somebody's not in the calling. If you're not in the calling and call of God and preaching, I'm not sure how much fruit you're going to have in your church. But anyway, I won't go in, into that. I'll just leave that alone. Amen. All right, Lord. Thank you, Father. Y'all blessed? And sometimes, yeah, we don't need to rush and be patient on God. Not be so ready to get to the next thing. Thank you, Lord. All right. Well, Pastor, you want to just close it out, or you got anything? Okay. Well, if every every uh, head bowed, um, you know, I don't want to just think that everybody here is believers and know has a personal relationship with Jesus. You know, I want to give everybody the opportunity um, to be a child of God. And the Word of God says, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes but the, to the Father but through Him. So if there's anybody here tonight that's never had that experience and doesn't feel like, wait a minute, I hadn't hit this realm of child of God that you're talking about. This, um, What's been shared tonight about how awesome a God y'all serve. I want to serve that God. So if you're that person here right now, you never accepted Jesus as your Lord, never... Um, 
prayed that prayer. If you take time now, raise your hand. We want to take time to, to pray for you and make sure that tonight you, you'll know if anything happened to you today, tomorrow, that you'll spend eternity in heaven. So is there anybody here that's never been born again? Anybody? Like I said, we'll just be patient with God. Okay. Well, I just want to challenge everybody here too. Maybe you're that person that's kind of feel like you've been settling. And you've been settling in your Christian walk, kind of going through the motions, not sure, not clear. And so, you know, with Kaylee, you know, we're sharing, you know, just as far as being kind of stuck and not knowing what to do with it. Praise God, she just gave you all an example of what to do. That's give it to Him. Let Him help you. Keep pressing forward and not settling. So if that's you and you just want to need, need some prayer of encouragement, you know, I just want to give you that opportunity as well. I'm about to show a hand. Anybody just need a prayer of encouragement? Anybody? Okay. Anybody else? Okay. All right. Good. Anybody else? All right. Well, I'm just going to take this time just to pray for both of y'all and just pray for everybody here. Father, I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you, Father, God, that stirring, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, those hearts being stirred tonight. I thank you for the message, the word that went forward. I just thank you, Lord, will you just continue to give us words of encouragement, Lord. I just pray, Lord, and you know that the hearts here hunger and thirst for your word more than ever right now in Jesus' name. I just thank you, Lord, there's a burning on the inside to continue to stay in your word each and every day. I just can't go another day without spending time with you in your word, Father. I just thank you for that fire on the inside of each and every heart here tonight. And I just give you the praise and glory. And I just thank you, Father, for everything you're doing, everything you've done. And I just pray that everybody has a safe trip home tonight and um, has an awesome week this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it and that it inspires you to live out God's Word. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church.